Hello, and welcome to the McCaw Family Podcast. I'm Stephanie, here with my mom. Hello! Before we get into it, I want to cite my sources. I read a few articles. UnsolvedMysteries.Fandom.com, Unsolved.com, DreadCentral.com, CentralMain.com, Archive.BDNBlogs.com. And I watched a documentary about this called The Allagash Abductions on YouTube. It was uh, put out by Open Mind TV. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it was weird. <laughs> was it a show? It was like a, a t- documentary. Show. Yeah. Yeah. About it. So that's my sources. Uh, I know I already told you the episode. Did you Google anything? Uh, I Once I looked at it. I'm like, yeah, I remember this. So, I don't remember it, oh, but okay. we we were just, I think we came here in 74. So you just got here. Yeah, 73, 74, so. It's a big difference between now and then. I mean, there's no internet. You couldn't, like. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. it's not going to be on the local news. No, if, <laughs> if, if you had a scanner, you were lucky. I have a scanner. <laughs> I know. I hear it. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that, that's that. That was about it. You remembered a little bit, but not like a ton. No, not a ton. And um, when was it Betty and Barney Hill? The 60s, I believe. Was 50s it? 50s or 60s. It was, yeah. Yeah. So. they were in a racial couple, and that was, that took precedent over everything because people thought that was weird. Right. Right. So here we go. In Maine, we are known for many things. Lobsters, blueberries, L.O. Bean, and being, you know, the vacation land. Uh-huh. Actually, Maine... For more than just people. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, Maine grows 10% of all the blueberries grown in North America. And how much potatoes do they grow? Oh, you know, I didn't look that up. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be so surprised. They're but, right uh, up there with uh, Idaho. North America itself is 98% of the world's population of blueberries. I always grew up thinking it was, we were the, the, just that. The Maine. I wonder, what about lobster? Uh, I didn't look up that either. Oh, my goodness. You'll be so surprised who gets lobster. Not many. No, but I guess. Mm-mm. And right now, lobster is it's going it's up, Chinese, yeah. new, Chinese New Year. They eat lobster for that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Yum. So, actually, um, something else we're known for is UFO sightings. I know. That's what I said. Vacation land for more than just humans. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I started. So for the past 60 years or so, we've had over 700 reported UFO sightings in the state. That's 35th in the country. Yep. Yep. Um, 35th at a... Uh, 50. So that's not bad. I mean, it's like we're in the middle. We're in the middle. Was, it's not many, but we are seeing them. I'm sure definitely not look where Area 51 is. No, but... Think of, if you think about that, everybody thinks Area 51 is where they are. But yeah, no, that's where they took them. Uh, yeah, but they're, they're not there anymore. No, no. There's a, there's a lot of secret bases, but if you look at the list, the highest number of UFO settings are places that have big bases. Yeah. So, yeah. UFO doesn't actually have to mean aliens. It's just something that... Unidentified. Took, exactly. So, I mean, it makes sense since about, what is it, 90% of Maine is uninhabited yeah desolate yeah. well not desolate. i mean desolate you think of this is a lot amazon of yeah <laughs> <laughs> well if you go out bring somebody from the amazon up here they'd be pretty scared trees 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 mountains i mean without light pollution you can see a lot of stuff mm-hmm. um you guessed it so we are talking about aliens and ufos 
Yes, so what's the story about? <laughs> We're talking about the Allagash abductions that happened deep in the Maine woods in 1976 to four men. Now, this case has been heavily debated in the UFO community and the skeptic community since news came out of it about it. To be yeah. fair, though, I mean, skeptics kind of... Yeah. Yeah, they well, try to especially everything. in 76, that's why I was saying it was pretty close to Benny and Barney Hill where it's nice and fresh and everybody's going to get, you know, but... I mean, back- these guys were low key and really didn't think anything of it until what a few years later. Yeah, yep, it's like a while later. Yeah. So um, now that we have told the loveliness is where we we're talking about, I would love to know if you've had any experience seeing something in the skies you couldn't explain. Um. Yes. Really. Yes. Just to, you know, when you when you see a light in the sky and you go, okay, is it moving? And it's moving. It's like, is it a plane? Yeah. You know, and you don't hear anything. But it's like, it's like, it's a UFO. It's unidentified. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, it doesn't zip across the sky and go away. But all of a sudden, it's like, is that what it is? Me and Hunter see drones all the time now. I'm like, I see. That's another thing. Yeah. What was that? And it's it's usually downtown Dover or Portsmouth. People are fucking around with drones, but they have the red and green lights just like planes. So you kind of. It has a red and green lights. You kind of figure it out. You're right. Right. If it's like a blue light or different color lights up there, then you're going to be scary. There isn't. I wonder what they are doing for the fly zones for those these days. I'm not quite sure, to be honest with you. I know that some guy was standing in downtown Portsmouth doing it. Really? I don't think you can do it near airports. Any airports? Yeah. Or go up so many feet or something. And we drive by the uh, Pease Airport behind it all the time. Yeah. For work. And you see stuff in the planes and I'm like, feel like right. it moving too fast but right you never know you never know it used to be the air force base so they always say exactly that they have shit that we don't know about guaranteed you know it scare uh, the hell out of people 100 percent. Mm-hmm. all right jim and jack wiener a wiener they're a wiener wiener, wiener. No, they're a wiener they're a wiener jim and jack wiener okay wieners <laughs> twin brothers who are attending art school Alongside their friends, Charlie Foltz and Chuck Rack. So these guys probably, what, does it say what their age is? They're in college. They're in college, so they're in the early 20s. 20s. So they're probably my age, 60s. Yeah. Well, you're 60. Uh, I'm not older. 60, but your no, father's you age. No, you were born in 65. There you go. Dad's age, because you were born in 65. Yes. So you would have only been 15, 16, 15. Six, no, 11 when this happened. Probably. Yeah, so they're a little older. Like yeah. Said. Yeah. Probably older than dad, too. Yeah. So, yes, their names are Wiener and Rack. So it sounds like either really bad porn. Yeah. Or a, a Wiener, Rack, and who is the other guy? Foltz. Foltz. Foltz is Wiener's Racky. <laughs> like a... Rack is Weenie. A weird, a weird food place. Like Wieners and Racks. <laughs> They attended the Massachusetts College of Art in Boston. Yeah. I couldn't find much about, like, their lives before this. Right, anything right. Like that. Most of the stuff when you go searching is just, like, the case. It, it, right. Nothing about them prior. No, not really. If they left a wife when they went on their vacation or... Oh, they, well, they were all college kids, so well, assuming yeah. back then. They got then, married after. Stuff, right. Yeah. Um, there's a book on this called The Allagash Abduction... Something evidence. I forget the name of it. Yeah. Who who wrote that? Uh, Ray Fuller. They they're a guy they go and see later. Yep. Oh. So okay. UFO guy. Yep. So uh, I didn't read it. 
I'm not going to buy a book. <laughs> to read it. I'm sure it's got it online. I tried, but it's like, just like reviews about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you read the back cover. Yeah, there you good. go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm sure the book has like uh, more information about their lives. But like I said, I didn't right. read it, so my bad. Right. <laughs> In August of 1976, the four men decided to take a two-week hiking and fishing trip to the Allagash Wilderness. See, it sounds so much fun. It's like hiking the cake. Why, way know? up there, too. This mm-hmm. is way up there. The- Aroostook County. Yep. And that's up where uh, Dustin's family's at. Yeah, they are. They're, mm-hmm. Hold on, I, I put how far away. Uh, it is the Allagash Wilderness Waterway is a state park. It's all the way up in northern Maine. They, the town or where they went only had 300 full-time residents. So, like, wow, no people. No people. Thousands of acres of wilderness. Right, right. So, from where we live in South Berwick to Allagash, a seven-hour drive. Yeah. 333 yeah. miles. Potato country. Potatoes. Oh, and, yeah. and, and blueberries. And we don't say potatoes here. Yeah? How do they say? We, we say potatoes. No, Dustin's dad says it weird. Potatoes. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. He's got to have the O-E-S, doesn't he? Have you ever been up there? Yes. That far? Yes. I have never been. Yep. Uh, let's see. Well, I went all the way up to Calais, Maine. I wasn't that far over west, but I was like dead center. Yeah. You know, Canadian border. The farthest I've got is the uh, Greenbelt. Oh, then you're still, that's in the middle yeah, of the four, state. Yeah, that's what, five hours? It's kind of Four like, and a half. It's like Texas. You, you drive all day and you're still in the same state. You're still in the same state. Yeah. See the same people. Well, the things same look tooth. a little different up there. <laughs> same tooth. <laughs> right? <laughs> all right. Be nice. On Be the nice. second night they were out camping, Jim had noticed a bright object in the sky. This is what Jim said about it, quote, It was floating about the treetops, didn't seem to be moving in any direction. I looked at it through binoculars for maybe 15 seconds, 30 seconds, and it suddenly just winked out from the outside edges inward. I mean, literally just went whoosh like that, and it was gone. There was a something about the this thing that left me with an odd feeling that wasn't quite right, but I didn't really dwell on it, unquote. So it was like a bright light, and it just kind of like closed in on itself. Yeah, probably like an ember. Yeah. That's what it would remind me of. Like a vacuum, like it came sucked yeah, in. Yeah, now... Or a... Pl- so it must have been... Yeah. He must have seen it. Well, obviously. So the guy... He didn't... Like he said, he didn't dwell on it, and the guys continued on. They ended up taking a bush plane deeper into the wilderness to a remote... More remote camping site on Eagle Lake. How much do this people money have? This is 76, so I'm assuming maybe it's cheaper than... I... Well, you're hiring a bush pilot? Well, in the documentary, Charlie talked about how the plane was so small, only the pilot and two passengers and yeah, a yeah. canoe could go at a time. So they had to take turns. So it's not They're just small. Yeah. No, bush pilots, that they have small planes. Once they got deeper into the forest, they canoed on uh, to a remote spot. The first camping spot they went to had neighbors, per se. Uh-huh. The second one did not. So the first place where he saw this thing initially... Had people there. People near him. Yeah. The second one... Nobody. No. Um, God, that's got to be so scary out there, but that's where they wanted to be. That's in the middle of nowhere. Nowhere. They hiked Mount Katahdin, too, at some point. Yeah. Well, which is, I didn't realize that was that far up there. It's one of the highest peaks in the, in the state. No, it is the highest peak in the state of Maine. Is it? I believe so. Well, Mount Washington is in New Hampshire, so there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
the first, like I said, neighbors, da da da. da. They decided um, to go night fishing. According to one of the twins, I don't really remember which one. I think it was, uh, I don't know. One of them. One of the the wieners. One of the wieners. (laughs) Um, The documentary, they said uh, out in the woods, once it got dark, you couldn't see, like, your hand if it was six inches. Too much of it. No. And around here, no. Before this driveway was put in, we lived in the chalet. And Uncle Curly used to like to go for walks or whatever. And of course, as, <laughs> as, as, as a yes, as a five, six-year-old in the heat, and he would never bring a flashlight, and it would be pitch dark. You couldn't see anything. Mount Katahdin is the highest mountain that- in the state of Maine. There we Google. Uh, Gotta again. love Google. And so, um, because it was so dark, they decided to um, build a bonfire as a beacon. Not a bonfire, but a big fire yeah. at their campsite as a beacon. So that they can see if ever... Oh, right. Yeah, on their way right. back, stuff like that. Um, they said they used wood about the size of their thighs in order to make sure the fire was going to go for a couple hours. Right, right. They hopped and in. that should have gone all night if uh-huh. they had a nice hot fire. That's it. Uh-huh, they hopped nothing. in their canoe, rode out to go fishing about 20 minutes past, and it was Chuck who noticed they weren't alone. Quote, I had a feeling there was someone staring at me from behind me. I turned over my right shoulder, and I saw this large round globe of light that looked exactly like what we had seen two nights previously. Unquote. So they're witnessing the same thing that they had seen two days before that. So they're following. It's like following, yeah. Yeah. Somebody has some magnitude to them. One of them, yeah. So that would freak me out. If Do they look alike? That might have freaked me out, too. Yeah. They, well, you said twins. they were identical. But they, I don't know if they're identical. They don't look alike now that they're old. Right. <laughs> then they're probably uh, fraternal. Yeah, but, I mean, it would freak me out. And instead yeah. of twins, if you're an alien, let's say, yep. you see a set of twins. And I, that's, that's a good experiment. Right. You. That's a good thinking, Ma. Uh-huh. Oh, well, so yeah. that was never brought up. But, I mean, twins... The Nazis used to use twins, too, for experiments. Right, right. Separate them at birth. and Well, the Nazis would do tests on one. and so, Horrible. Horrid. They used to do more than that. but Oh, uh-huh. yeah. They would try to cut off one's hand and put it, it with the, the other. other. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They did a lot of oh. experiments. It was poor people. So God. that's a God bless good. Who, the people just the people, to, yeah. Go through stuff. Yeah. Oh, God. It, oh, no. mm-hmm. It's just, I like learning about world war ii i find it it's fascinating that it's horrific but yeah the whole country could have gone because he was so charismatic and for him to like be able to say oh these people are bad and everybody go go with them that just drives me crazy it's insane it's a cult it was pretty much yeah well more than a cult because people were getting killed over i watch a guy on tiktok who's a holocaust survivor and he talks about actually a couple of days, I think January 10th yeah. was when they had the meeting about January 10th, 1942, maybe the meeting about the final solution. So they had, they all sat down, like the meeting happened in January about right. what they were going to do. And then right. over 6 million Jews, LGBTQ, disabled. Yeah. Uh, anybody that wasn't, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, which is crazy because. Oh, yeah. He had brown hair. He, um, yeah. And he, he was a quarter Jewish. Uh, yep. Yep. <sighs> Anyways, we're... he only had one ball too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my god. <laughs> People still think he was he lived after. Like he didn't actually kill himself. He had. He was crazy of, enough to kill himself. He had a bunch of doppelgangers. People think maybe that was him, and that there were. If there he was if show. he was to survive, he would start it all over yeah, again. Yeah, in Argentina, mm. where oh. they they had a whole. There's this. Oh, we're going oh, on okay. tangent. No, no, it's fine. Right. So there's this whole show called Hunting Hitler. Yeah. And in Argentina, there was a um, Nazis fled there because it was safe for them. Right. And they actually built in Argentina. There's a whole German German type village. Right. Right. All looks like Germany. That all the Nazis fled there and so were living there. So people thought Hitler he could was have been in there. there. Yep. Scary, scary. Yes. So. Um, F subject. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to paint a picture about what they saw and all that. And who is better to tell the story than the men who witnessed it? Alrighty. It, um, quote, it had this rolling effect to it, like a miniature sun. Very, very bright. It lit the treetops up like daylight and it was absolutely silent. Unquote. This is what Jim said. The next thing that happened, in my opinion, changed the interaction with this thing they saw in the sky. Quote, after looking at it for what seemed like several moments, we decided to signal this thing. That's when Charlie picked up the flashlight and squeezed off a message, SOS, unquote. <laughs> so why would you do <laughs> I don't think I'd do an SOS. Charlie was in the Navy, and later it said that that's the only, only one he, he remembered. <laughs> yeah. so, what about just blinking the light? I know. I could have been saying, so piss this, on you. <laughs> this is according to Chuck. That's what he said. Yeah. Uh, pretty much instantly something happened. Quote, while we were, while the, well, when the light started coming towards us, my curiosity was satisfied and I just dropped the flashlight. And left. Right? <laughs> the only thought the in my out. mind was to get to shore. I never looked back, unquote. And that was Charlie. So <laughs> I, I had my eyes pretty, closed. He pretty much regretted it. Not sure why he just signaled to signal a strange object in the sky, but he did. Well, come on. Yeah. Come on. Won't you think, you know, how many times have you done this? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> um, it caused the craft to come towards them. Oh, yeah. The men started to power- paddle furiously towards the shore. It was like a yeah. airplane director. Yeah, pretty much like, <laughs> here we go, this way, right here. Here I am. Quote, I remember looking over my shoulder, trying to keep an eye on the os- object as it was coming behind us. It was almost on top of us at this point. I remember thinking that we're not going to outrun this thing, unquote. All I can picture is four guys paddling, paddling. as fast as possible. Two, what is Only that? Only two of them have oars, so the other I ones know. are <laughs> Well, all I can think of is... Um... What's that? Without a paddle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's hilarious. They're always running. David uh, Spade. Yeah. No, no, not David Spade. Um, it's Seth Green. Is that okay? Seth I've Green, funny, Matthew funny, Lillard, funny. and Dak Shepard. Funny. Oh, I love Matthew Lillard. It's so funny. It kind of sounds like a horror movie, though, if you think about it. Oh, like, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Scary. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. Uh, the next thing they knew, they were on the shore looking up at the object. Quote, I remember thinking I could pick up a stone and bounce it off this thing, this thing's side. That's how close it was. And then all of a sudden, it just streaked away very, very fast and within seconds. It was like a star, just another light in the sky, unquote. Jim said this about the object after they were back on shore. Yeah. So they paddle, paddle, paddle. Next thing they know, they're on shore. Yeah. No thanks. So the mood after the men, like were on shore and after streaked away was like they were exhausted yeah they said they felt like they had just got out of any 
not amnesia, uh, when you get... Just so you kind of when you're waking up? No, like, uh, yeah, kind of. Like, they, they didn't even talk about it. They no. all kind of went back to the campsite and went to bed. So they had not a clue, really. But... I remember this, we were talking about it before, and it kind of spooks me out, but... We were living on Old South Road, and I'm sitting on the computer. Mike and I were separated, and it was 1 o'clock in the morning, and I couldn't sleep. And the next thing I know, I was play, playing a game, and I remember it was Bewitched. Yeah, it was a stu- the stupid. Yeah, and you just kind of go through the jewels, and the next thing I know, it was 4.30. Really? Yeah, and it was like, all right, did my mind just go and just, you know, while I'm playing? Or just... Did I, you know, I, I didn't get it, and I kind of brushed it off. But you, just, you know, I mean... The house that's was probably, for sure haunted, though. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I did I get abducted? I doubt Maybe, it. Probably. My <laughs> brain was. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... This has nothing to do with it, but the jewel that reminded me of, uh, they say after traumatic experience, play Tetris, it actually helps. Your brain? Yeah. Yeah. I play like a game like that. Yeah. Just it to helps. get your brain off of things. Yep. So before they went to bed, they checked on the fire and wouldn't you know it, it was out. out. Yeah. It was just like. So embers. hours later, it wasn't like it was in the morning. I mean, they did, were doing night fishing. They said that uh, they surmised they were only gone for 20 minutes. Yeah, so, so in reality, it was like five, six hours. Oh, they, they still didn't, they didn't they, check the time. No. They just went to bed. They, went, they, they The exhaustion they felt was a big deal. Yeah. They just had this out-of-worldly out experience, and they, like, normal people would have sat and be like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, instead nope. they all turned just around went and bed. went to bed. Yep. Yeah. They were fatigued, like they've been on, like, they were... It was, yeah. Yeah. It's like running in your sleep. Yep. So they immediately went to bed. Bed. The next morning, they packed up camp and headed to the next campsite. They ended up spending the next week or so in the woods, but never saw the light again on the trip. Ooh, that's freaking scary. Do you want to stay? In oh, the they feel comfortable after, yeah. you know, we had a thingy. I don't think I'd stay. No. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> but back in 76, there was no cell phones to say, hey, come pick us up. We're it, ready to yeah, go home. That's a good point. They did tell friends or family about the UFO sighting, but as you can imagine, no one believed them. The Not men that. didn't really even believe what they saw. It wasn't the end of it, though, as you can imagine, because why are we here then if that was it? Oh, <laughs> no. That's when the nightmares started. Yeah. I'm not sure how these things go, whether or not nightmares are common occurrence for people who have this encounter, but this started to happen to Jim. He was talking to his brother about it and explained that his in his dreams, four men from the camping, the four men, the four yep. guys. yep. We're sitting naked on a bench and feeling scared. Once Jim told Jack about his dreams, Jack let him know he was having the same kind of nightmares. After this, Jim decided to contact Ray Fowler, a UFO investigator. And I'm pretty sure he's the guy that wrote the book. Yeah. uh, The men felt like they were missing time from when they saw the object and tried to get away from when they landed on the shore. So uh, two different things about this. Some say that they're just on the shore and some say that the canoe like pushed, pushed them up, on like it's like the they shore. were trying to get away from it and, and then, then all of a sudden the they were done from on the, the night. shore like it had been pushed yeah uh, weird yeah um like i said they felt like they were missing time yeah due to this fact ray felt like there was something more that happened and that thought that hypnotic regression would help clear it up the men would do this independently and not talk to each other about it until everyone had undergone it so they didn't in- interfere with each other's Sessions. Yeah, right. Memories or whatever. 
During these sessions, it was uncovered that the men may have thought they outran the tractor beam, but that was not the case. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we will get into what the men uncovered during hypnosis and how the real this realization changed their lives forever. And we are back. So what do you think so far of this weird story? I feel bad for him because it's kind of scary. It's like, you know, what's in there and you, you don't know you what know, happened. Right. Right. It's like having a dream that you don't remember. It's like, you know what I mean? And just going out for pieces. the night. <laughs> <laughs> Waking up, not sure how you got there. I wouldn't know or anything about why that. you have bruises all over yourself. <laughs> How did you get into bed and why is there puke all over Whitney's car? <laughs> Wasn't me? I don't know anything about this. <laughs> so, like I said before the break, the men all went under hypnosis to uncover what happened during the missing time. They did this all separately so they could come up with their own thoughts and not be swayed by what happened in the other sessions. All of them recalled a terrifying abduction, and all the men's stories were almost exactly alike. The men also do illustrations of what they were able to recall with the hypnosis. I will post some of these drawings on the socials so everyone can look at they, what they look like. And I showed you one of them. Yeah. Yep. They made the drawings all separate of each other as well. I have some excerpts from the hypnosis transcripts that we're going to read to get an idea of what these guys were recalling. And these are... Exactly from the recordings of the sessions. Right, right. That's what they drew. No, what I'm going to read. Oh. (laughs) I'm still on the picture. The picture, right. No. So don't forget they're at art school, so they're artists. Oh, okay. All right. I'm wondering why it was so good. No, yeah. Quote, they're, they're, they, I don't know what to do. I think they think I'm going to come after them. I feel like I want to. I feel like I want to. The first one that comes near me, I'm going to throttle him. I don't like these things. I don't care where they come from. They shouldn't be doing this to people. Unquote. So that's from Jim's session. And that's from, yeah, being hypnotized. Hypnotized, yeah, yeah. Quote, they're right there. Their face is right in my face. I don't know why. I don't want to know. I don't want to know what they want. They're saying things. In my head, they're saying, don't be afraid. They say, do what we say. Just do what we say. Unquote. And that's from Jack. That sucks. Because that's like being paralyzed and not being able to do anything. Right. Quote, it's like a doctor's office. I get that. It's cold like a doctor's office is cold. They put the panel over your chest. Then they scrape your arms and your chest and your legs and your thighs. We shouldn't be here. I just, I just keep thinking I want to be back in the canoe. Unquote. And that's Charlie. Oh, those poor guys. Unquote. uh, Unquote. Quote. quote. (laughs) (laughs) I see some sort of device on them. They've got a, this looks like a silvery. It looks like the, like it's got curves on it's almost like, like it sucks something. He's got his head tipped way back. It's almost like he's in pain where we can't help him. All we can do is watch him. And this is Chuck again. Um, he's describing what... The, what he's watching. Yeah, wow. due to what's happening to Charlie. Jesus. So in the fo- picture I took, 
Chuck, Jim, and uh, Jack are sitting down, yeah, nude, and Charlie's laying on the thing with a thing on his chest, right? And that's what he's recalling. So, like, I I can't portray it very well because I didn't listen to him, but clearly they they seem to be recalling like they seem this they the same make it up, right? It would be feel more rehearsed. This feels like that it's coming out, right? Right. Out of note, you know what I mean. Right. Uh, this is not all they recalled. They were able to recall what the ship looked like. They described being trapped inside a tube. It was a dark tube. The tube was dark with swirling, uh, sparkling dust-like particles. There was a the tube uh, that drew them up to a scary place with hallways, chambers, gleaming machines, and examining tables. <laughs> During hypnosis, Jim said, "Quote: They're like bugs. They've got ah, uh, bug eyes." I mean, I'm, I think he yelled. <laughs> he yelled. Unquote. <laughs> He recalled how they were thin, spidery creatures in bodysuits. They had willowy arms, large glass eyes set wide on insect-like heads. The creatures had beaky mouths, the turkey waddle necks, (laughs) and nimble four-fingered hands with no opposing thumbs. So, like, so how can they do anything? Well, don't you need your thumb? Well, if we were born like that, we'd be able to adapt to it, right? I guess. I don't know. Unless they were claws. They said that's what they said. It kind of like a. This crap. Is how they pick pick things yeah. up. I don't know. Ugh. People can see we're trying to <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't see anything. We're 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 moving our fingers to figure it out. Uh, according nano, to Nano. Right? <laughs> that's what it I can't No, that's Mark and Minnie. I know. Did he do that too? Mark and Minnie was I think it was Nano Nano. He did something different, but yeah, uh, we're Spock. doing stay yeah, Spock. Live long and prosper. <laughs> um so I watched a, f- a quarter sorry. According to the men, the creatures took samples from them. All kinds of samples. Oh. There you go. Yeah. That. Oh. Yep. Oy. All the samples you could need if you wanted to. Oh. Yep. So. They're going to clone themselves. Well, clone us with their brain. According to... <laughs> uh, watched a few videos. I'll have some really illegal aliens. Do you, have you seen what hypnosis regression is? No. It's... Uh, you lay down. And this is... I watched videos about it. Yep. You lay down, and there's one of the videos she has a headset on. They're talking to each other in the headset. But you lay down, and they put you on, into sleep, and then they start asking you to go. There's doors. Yep. You see all these doors. Pick a door. And that's for past lives. Huh. I don't know how they did it for this, but. That's pretty cool. And this um happened in 88. Wait, when the they finally. Regression. Yeah. So we're talking 12 years later. Yep. Wow. Um, it, to get these stories together. They would have to be continuously, like, being like, if this was a lie, which I'm saying, I'm not saying it is, but for 12 years, they have to be coming up with a story together. Right, right. That doesn't While they're going sense. to college, while they're meeting wives, while they're, you know Exactly. What I mean? It's not going to be on top of their list. Say, hey, and all of a sudden, everybody's up, up for it. So. It doesn't, doesn't happen. Hypnotic regression, too. The, the past life one, it helps with trauma. So, say, in a past life, you drowned. Yeah. That could be why you're afraid of water. Or, right. Or. Right. You fell from a high point, and that's why you're afraid Fred of heights. heights. Stuff like that. Not always the case, but... But it, it would be neat to try if I didn't right. have to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after the regression sessions came out, people still didn't believe them, so they opted to take polygraph tests to prove what they felt and saw was real. And guess what? They passed. Yes, they did. They didn't back down on what they saw. They went on the Joan Rivers show, which they called a... Uh, extremely weird interview 
Joan Rivers. Yeah, she's have a, you, she's have a you comedian. Ever? I didn't yeah, ever see the show, but I mean, she's like a... She's a loudmouth comedian. Yeah. Basically. She, she was... Um, I'm trying to think of uh, Rodney Dangerfield is kind of the comedian yes. where they yes. they shit on people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're always pointing out the bad and very loud. They even did an uh, Unsolved Mysteries uh, episode. Hunter just drove by, so I'm assuming she's going to... You might want to text her to tell her you'll be home soon. It's all right. She knows where I am. Okay. <laughs> My truck's right there. Anyways, the episode of Unsolved Mysteries came out September 18th, 1994. They started to go on the UFO circuit telling their stories. Not everyone on was on board with the story of the abduction, though. I don't think it mattered to the men. They said they've always said from the beginning they know what they happened, and if you believe us or not, we know. We know. Yeah, exactly. A psychologist, Doctor William William Cohen, thinks that movies or TV shows could have triggered an inspiration for the stories of the Allagash Four. So, Doctor William Cohen thinks that because you know they saw TV shows about abductions, this that, and yeah, everything, it's that's like, where they got the it's, stories. It's put in their subconscious, exactly. conscience. Dr. John Mack disagrees with Dr. Cohen. He says, so, Cohen is a psychologist. John Mack is a psychiatrist. Okay. Okay. So, Dr. Mack disagrees. He says most people he talks to with the stories about being abducted haven't really even looked into anything to do with aliens. Right. Right. So most, why would they say? Exactly. Most people, Dr. Mack says, are surprised to hear that other people out there have had the same like, experience. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Mac says, the induction club isn't one anybody wants to be in. <laughs> I think I think he's right. People don't want to go around telling. No, no. Because you're, like, you're dubbed crazy. Exactly. Until are, it's put in everybody's face so they can see it, touch it, taste it, whatever. What the, the men say later, too. He's like, one day there will be proof. Yeah. Like physical proof. And then you go look. Yeah. Waste your breath until then, pretty much. I don't. I. But the abduction. I'm on the fence about it. These like, guys? Yeah. Obvi- well, in general, like, I feel... Oh, you'll be surprised. I know Watch, you'll be next. I know. You got the big field out back. <laughs> Don't you think they see you? <laughs> I, I, I I, would be thinking it's foolish for people not to think that there's something else out there. Of course. We'd be... Well, that is the... That's a small-minded person. Yeah, I mean... You know, we, I mean, it's not going outside your border. We are a pinprick in the We universe. could be... We could be... Oh my God! Let's put it this way, Doctor Seuss book. Yeah. Who, well, the Horton hears the who. Yes. Exactly. It, you know, so you just ne- you never know. You really don't. Horton might be holding us all. Well, the thing too is like the Milky Way. They've always thought it was a swirl Milky Way. Yeah, it's, it's not. not. It's a bar Milky Way or bar bar Milky <laughs> bar Milky Way. Like a Milky we? Way, a Milky Way bar. It looks real good. But I guess it's a bar universe, which for this whole time we thought it was one way, one, and it's not. Yeah. So it can go both. And they just found a new planet. Of course. I mean, why Why wouldn't, you know, the more technology we get so we can see, yeah, the better it's going to be. But it's just, but why it's would people think? I feel like the people that talk about abductions are like. I would like to talk, not only psychiatrists or psychologists, but what about scientists? Like, like I NASA mean, scientists? What, well, NASA, NASA or. Yeah. Astronauts have come out and said, like, we saw, we see shit mm-hmm. out there that mm-hmm. we can't explain. I would love to go up and see it, but I don't want to go up and see it. I, no, thank time. you. <laughs> no, thank you. So, four men have been telling the same story since 1976. It, I mean, it holds a lot of water. Yeah, yeah. Although, 
in 2016. There's got to be one. Of course. Uh-huh. There was some backpedaling from one of the Allagash for Chuck Rack. Good old yeah. Chuck. Chucky boy. Decided to take back what he said. To a point. Anyways. Right. To a point. He was just tired of people probably he banging got on fight. his door. No, he got in a fight with his guests. Chuck had a falling out with Jim, Jack, and Charlie. Yeah. Chuck said that for sure they saw something that night, but the abduction story was a lie. Yeah. That he claims that they were trying to make money, according to Chuck, but they never made money. So he was the bad, bad pill of the bunch. The other men said Chuck had mental problems and even a shorter temper. So so you wonder if it all transpired from this night. It or could, this, or this he week. just is an asshole. Probably. He, One of um, those friends that probably wouldn't be their friend to begin with. He gotten into, well, they grew, went, met in high school. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I mean. I mean, it wouldn't be a close friend, and, but this connected them. Exactly. Like, they would have lost touch eventually, but right. this kept them talking. Yeah. So, Chuck had gotten into arguments and fights with all the men. Even Ray Fowler, the UFO guy. Right. Uh, refused to work with them if Chuck is going to be there. Oh, my God. So, my thoughts are, he didn't make any money from the story. And he thought if he goes back on it, maybe he can make money. You think so? Well, either saying just, this didn't happen. Like it's some he was trying I to think he was money being grab. A jerk. Yeah. Not well. Not even to, money grab. He could be just cutting off his nose to spite his face. Exactly. I mean, they didn't make any money. All the men have normal jobs. Mm-hmm. And, wh- and why be um, so <clears throat> condemned for him? You know. I'll I'll talk about what everybody's job is, but I'm gonna say now Chuck is just a freelance artist. The other guys have normal, real jobs. Real jobs. Yes. He's yeah. a caricature artist at a mall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, nothing against that. Good but, college degree. But he, he isn't yeah, the way he wants to be. That's usually, you know, the college student coming out doing. Why did Chuck wait all this time to come out and say, no, this is all I? Like, his, his version, see, like, what he says now seems less legit because 2016 is almost 40 years later. Yeah, why would you why come out wait, and say, wait, people are just, it's because now people's ear, people doing the podcast, maybe, exactly. maybe he thinks he's going to get something. Exactly. So what do you think about all this? You think it's I believe him. I do. Yeah. Just because I'm open about uh, well, things like absolutely. that. Absolutely. And it's 40 years and they've keep saying the same right. shit. Right. They're not making shit off of it. No. They it's believe- just the same thing as the hills. It's like. These are reputable people. Oh, yeah. That you incident know? I definitely want to cover because that one's crazy. That one, that because she, re, under hip, I think it was hypnosis as yeah. well. She, I remember, of course, I watched the movie. It was years and years ago. So oh, it was yeah. quite, like the in the black mo- and white. The movie was like a little less than honest compared to their actual story. Oh, who knows? I remember reading the story, though. And it wasn't in, it was in the base of the White Mountains, I think, but... They were from Exeter. Yeah, they and, were from, yeah. Yeah, Exeter. And um, I can't remember what route they said it was on. It wasn't the kink, right? I don't think so. Uh, I'd have to look. Yeah. Because, I mean, it it's, was a kinda, big, it's a big, a lot of people cover it, and it's been a big deal. Right. Now, this movie came out way before, because I remember being a youngster, not watching it, yeah. but it was, I think it was black and white for some reason, but... Um, the description in the picture that was showed that they the kid the guys drew. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a physical. Yeah, that is the same. You describe the same type of room as what she had described. Oh really? Yes. You know the operating and the the way they they looked. They were kind of smaller, 
the beaky face, that's the big the, eyes. That's they say too. They get these things weren't more than five feet. Right. They weren't. Tall. Yeah. They were. They were like it. Depli- it depicted. Depicted. Thank you. <laughs> um, Betty standing there, and they maybe came up to her shoulder. Yeah. And she really wasn't a big woman either. But do you remember if they talk about um, in this everything was done in their brains? Like it um, said yes, that they, they were didn't talking speak yep. in their head. Ex- yep, because they were talking back and forth, and that just, would be crazy. I it's mean, just we- it's telepathy. It's I mean, not- telepathic or whatever it is. I'd have to look into this, the Barney and Benny Hill, and I'll when I do that episode, I'll yeah. come back to this to see how the simul- similarities are. Right. I just That's remember. Wild. I don't. I'm going to have to watch that movie again. It was pretty good, but I'll have to look. They didn't put a movie out with these guys, did they? I thought no. they did. No. They, it was I just mean, Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries, Joan Rivers, and there's documentaries and shit like that. Joan Rivers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I, remember Cool Runnings, the Jamaican bobsled team? Yes. That's funny. So, with John Candy. Yes. I yep. listened to a podcast called The Confused Breakfast. It's hilarious. They do movie reviews from back in the day. What's her name? Joan Rivers. Thank you. And, I always um, think of Doris Day. I don't know why. They, um... <laughs> They do, they look up stuff about the movie and stuff like that. And apparently, Cool Runnings, the only similarities between the true story and the movie is... Uh, they were was, black. No, there was a <laughs> Jamaican Jamaica. Bobs, <laughs> Yeah, Jamaican bobsled team. That was it. They Dude, probably were even white. Oh, they were. <laughs> you sure? Well, you never know. No, they were. They were, yeah. they were Jamaican, like black Jamaicans. And uh, they, two American businessmen were the ones that got the team together. <laughs> And apparently you are supposed to put weights in the front of the bobsled because it helps hold it down. That's because John Candy in the movie gets his oh. gold medal taken away because he weighted, weighted the bobsled, but you're supposed to. Oh, see, I did not know that. <laughs> you, your bobsled can't be a, under a certain weight and over a certain weight. And putting weights actually helps hold the nose down. It's safer for safety. Yeah. I so never. I listen to these guys and they, they review movies. So they tell you what what is real and what is not. Well, they review movies from like the eighties and nineties. Uh, yeah, cool Because now they, now do, they like, do the Sandlot stuff like that. It, it's an amazing process. I love listening to them. <laughs> They're a riot. They're a riot. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> but I wonder if it's the same thing. Like they take an incident like the Benny and Benny, Benny and Barney Hill and pull it apart. Yeah, and just yeah. say, okay, well, these two got say they got abduction. That, that's the only only I, concrete evidence in the whole they thing. Said, she too went. What um, they have was to be another passed thing. by now, right? Um, she, I think, just passed. He did pass a while ago, but um, another thing too. These guys, I don't think, said was that they injected um, a needle in her belly button. So I didn't get into it, but yep. they said uh, at one point one of the twins had a growth on his leg. Yeah, and they. Don't know where it came from. He got it removed, and then when they were going to have it looked at, right, all it of was gone, gone, <gasps> disappeared. <gasps> yeah, ooh, right. Tracking device. So, like their whole lives since this, they've had issues. They keep <sighs> running, seeing UFOs, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now that his thing is gone, maybe not. <laughs> right, it's tracking device. It's tracking device. These days, Jim is an instructor at the Computer Arts Center of Massachusetts College of Art in Boston. Okay. So that's actually where they went to school. Nice. Uh, Charlie is a medical illustrator at the Vet- Veterans Affairs Office Hospital. Sorry. In Brockton, Mass. I don't know what a medical illustrator is. 
I have no idea. No idea. I think that Uncle, I know Uncle Curly goes to. I don't think he goes to the mass one though. Yeah, it's in Brockton. in Brockton. Jack works for a company that coats contact lenses in West Towns in Vermont, and like I said earlier, Chuck is a freelance artist artist in West Wardsboro, Vermont. So they're all living their lives. Um, and still in the area. Exactly. Kinda. Well, I think they probably all. I'm not sure if they're from Mass or Vermont. Because two of them moved to Vermont, two of them live in Mass, so you look it up in Mass. Where, where are they uh, originally from? I don't know. Well, it never says. It, it just did, says they were going to college. Yeah, they in were in college in Mass. So, I mean, maybe Mass. And then, I mean, Vermont's not really that far of a jump. Yeah. Oh, so they draw actual yeah. medical stuff. Okay, oh, that's yeah. interesting. They draw, yeah, medical illustrations as a form of biological like, illustration that helps to record and disseminate, disseminate, disseminate yeah. medical, not anatomical, and related knowledge. No wonder why I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get through those words. So Jim, Jack, and Charlie attend UFO conventions and hold on to their story. Nice. That's the what happened in that they were abducted. Everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they continue saying this okay. is what happened to us. Yep. Period. End of story. Yep. So what do you think? Crazy? No. No, I meant like, oh, <laughs> not them. No, no, no. Just the whole, the whole story. thing. Yes, yeah. yes, and scary. You're right. And scary. I looked up Eagle Lake, and is it gorgeous? Well, you're in Maine. I I love Maine. It's it's beautiful. In the it middle coast to the mountains to the lake breaks to the Nathan, lakes and rivers. Nathan's like, oh, I was looking up places in Ohio. I'm like, I don't want to live in Ohio. Ohio? No, no, no. no. I drove There's through Ohio. That, there. Yeah, it's flat. Corn. Corn. And there's no ocean. No, no. I like Maine. You got ocean. You got lakes. You got got, mountains. mm -hmm. You got, you name it. You got it. What do you Okay. So. (laughs) I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do next week. I just was uh, listening to or watching a uh, thing on Discovery Plus about this lady named Diane Ward. Have you heard of it? She killed her husband. No. So her and her husband got in a fight and the gun went off, killed her. her. His whole family says no. Yeah. 100%. He didn't do this. Like, it was an accident. He got into... He's done two trials. The first trial he got charged with... uh, Negligent homicide? No. Second degree. Okay. Had a second one. So he got charged with 30 years, the first one. The second one, he uh, got manslaughter and got another 30 years. So he had been in jail for six years. The judge didn't even give him time served. So he had to redo a whole 30-year sentence. (gasps) Oh, my God. Yeah, it's... It's pretty sad because this family sticks by him. Like, no, uh, his Her's family, her family, her did. family too. Well, That's so his, sad. his kids, their kids, mm-hmm. her sister, everybody's steadfast. He didn't do this. Yep, yep. That uh, sucks. Billy Jensen, you, Jensen and Holes. Have you heard that podcast? No. Oh, okay. No. Well, Billy Jensen's a investigator, and uh, I forget what Holes is, <laughs> but uh, I forget his first name. But he actually helped find the uh, Golden State Killer. Oh wow! He's oh. a retired detective. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. We are the Macaw Family Podcast. Check us out on all the social medias. Uh, Facebook and TikTok is the Macaw Family Podcast. Instagram is Macaw Family. And you can email us with anything at all at macabfamilypod at gmail.com. And that's M-A-C-A-B-R-E familypod at gmail.com. Thank you and bye. Bye.